Yo, welcome back. You are listening to the Future of Sports Talk Radio. We are Truth Be Told Sports Podcast. It's your boy King Hooley on the mic. And I'm joined every week, week in and week out, with my uh, my illustrious, my esteemed co-host. Once again, White Mike's out here. Like, you know, he's he's doing his uh his power thing. He's making sure people have power so he can't be with us this week. But you already know the vibes. Like, you know, my, my A1 from day one. Fondy Elementary High uh, Elementary School to Azalea Middle School to da- WP Davidson High School. We've been boys that long, bro. Long time, long time, long time, long time. Hollow points in the building. What up, Hollow points? What up? What's going on, man? Hey, I'm ready. I'm happy to be here. And uh, damn, it has been a long time, hasn't it? God long time, bless. Dude. We yeah, old, like, yeah. man. We old, man. We old. God bless. Old, old. Man. I've been sitting here, you know, we were talking earlier about some old times, some good times, you know. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, knucklehead times, you know. And uh, I just, you know, it gives you get on that memory lane and you start thinking about all the, the fun stuff and all the dumb stuff and all that. So it's, it's, uh, it's always cool to have longtime friends, especially to uh, keep in contact, man. So I'm, I'm, that's one of the great things about doing this show. Is uh, yeah. I'm able to keep a steady contact with one of the people who knew me since I was a little pup. So yeah, 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 little pups, bro. Like yeah. um, from um, um, I don't think you know. I don't. I, I'm thinking about it. Like I don't think I've ever like we we we've been friends like since the fourth grade. Um, I don't think I've ever had you over to my house to play video games. So, like my house was a spot like in Village Green. Uh, and for context, of people to know, like John uh, Hollow Point and I, I almost said you got. Hollow Point and I, are, we've been for, like we grew up in Mobile, Alabama, and um, yep, we grew up in like in the late '80s, like you know, some late '80s. I met him in like late '80s, like '88, '88, '89, '88, '89. Like it's like our fourth grade year. Um, but video games is the biggest thing. You probably hear my son Brandon like crying in the background. Yep. But even he would get to this point, like, where he's going to have friends that uh, will come over to the house and want to play video games with him. Okay? And it made me think earlier, right? Because I was thinking about, uh, I was listening to uh, Three Brothers No Sense, and they did a video game um, segment. Their top five or their their Mount Rushmore of video games, okay? Um, I played a lot of sports games growing up. What about you? That's all. I, tr- I played. I played sports games and fight games. Sports games and fight games, right? That was it. That's that was it. it. I played. Uh, right. I, I, I like. Um, once I got done with the Mario game, which was really fairly quickly, mm-hmm. um, and then I, I maybe played. I think the last Zelda I played was like Adventures in Link. That was like the last adventure game I played, and oh, everything wow. after that was like straight up sports all day long. The first Zelda game, and I think uh, Rozzy mentioned it on uh, uh, Three Brothers No Sense, but the first Zelda game had the gold cartridge. Yeah, I remember, was, yep. I remember, I remember faking sick to go home to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> I faked sick to go home and play that game, and, and and I remember my mom being like really mad at me when she realized that's what I was doing. Yep, Vengeance and Link, yeah. man, that was it. <laughs> so I, 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 uh, I was thinking, like, right. Weird sports podcast. They've talked about video games, like you know, you have those sports video games. What are your top five oh. best? Okay, your top five best sports video games. Okay, growing up, growing up, sure. Your top five. Can you Grow- go off the top of your head? 
I, I can maybe we'll give it a go. Yeah, let's go. go. Let's go. I'll give it a go. Uh, let's Are go. Are you going for five and one? Sure. We'll go with five and one. Five so one. growing up, growing up, it had to be right off the top is double dribble. Is that like number one or is that number five? Five. Number five. Okay. Uh, five. Double dribble. Yeah. Double dribble. Double dribble is like a. Double dribble was it like for me. They had like well, three I, teams, right? No, no, no. It was like eight teams. It was like 18. Double like, double yeah, yeah, yeah. It was three teams. It was like, it was like no, Boston, it was, it was the Lakers, was, and it was the Bulls, right? No, it was, yeah, it was Boston, the Lakers. And the Bulls, that's um, it. Oh, it wasn't it. It was it was New York, because New York had a team. No way. Yeah, it, it was like either six to eight teams. It was something like that. Okay. Um, but I can't remember the other teams. Okay. Um, anyway, it was it was it was that double drill because like when you get high, you found that secret spot. You just wasn't missing, and I I, right. found, I found it. <laughs> I just, the corner, the corner three, right? The corner three, like yes, they, sir. you had to kind of fade it in <laughs> in order to hit it. Like you couldn't just stay there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I love that game, and I was, you know, I was a big basketball nut. So, like a lot of my, I played a lot of basketball games. So it was like, uh, so growing up, so it was double dribble. So coming number four, um, I played. Uh, NBA Live, NBA Live. Okay, okay. So that okay, was my yeah. jam. NBA Live was my jam. NBA Live uh, was that dope. It was really dope, and, and it, that was so. I had growing up, I had a Super Nintendo. Okay. Um, I didn't have a Sega. My buddy had a Sega Genesis, so I would go play with him for for like um, uh, the different games, the basketball games that came on for him. Uh, I don't know if you remember Arch Rivals. Yeah, I remember our tribes. That was the one I used to play, but I'm not putting that in my top five. We used to I, play I, got, I, I got I got into a fight with the with the with the kid, and um, uh, he was deaf, and he had a hearing aid. And he uh, we got in a fight over our tribes. If you watch, if you played that game before, it didn't make my top five. So like I, I right. can talk about it a little bit, but like if you played that game before, you know how violent that game was. And that violent, the violence happened to very violent. Too, like, <laughs> A reality. And I remember I punched that guy in his eye and his like, hearing aid shot out. Mm. You're yeah, a terrible, was, terrible uh, human. I just remember that part. Like, you know. <laughs> um, so, so mo- moving forward. So my next favorite, number, uh, number four, um, was Madden ninety, Madden ninety two. Madden ninety two. That, that was the one in the first ones, right? Nine, ninety was first. But okay. Mad Mad ninety two for me was was dope because like I used to like the Bills because they was on TV and they was winning and, and they had Thurman Thomas. I like Thurman Thomas. Thurman Thomas was the shit. So on when I was playing Madden, all I ran was cornerback blitz every play <laughs> on defense. And they on offense, all I ran was the sweep. There was a sweep and then there was a post play. That was it. So I was, but but they, nobody could stop the sweep. Like it was like when you when you tossed it, it was almost a vacuum. The defense was in a vacuum. It seemed like right because they exactly would, just run mean. right around them. Um, so I love that play. And then so let's see, we're going off the top. Um, NBA, I said NBA Live. Okay, so that would beat my bad. So NBA Live was four or five, four. Let's say five or four. The double dribble NBA, NBA, NBA Live was four. four Madden Madden ninety two was three. is three. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have number two. Number so two now we're at number two. Um, number two, I think that was later on. I was I was probably I was a teenager. So Madden 
97. And that was on the PlayStation 1. PlayStation 1. PlayStation. That, that was when the thunder hit came. When you hit somebody so hard. Oh, no. I, I said Madden. Not my bad. Not Madden 97. NFL Game Day. <laughs> yes, sir. NFL Game Day 97. Bro. I remember because the thunder hit. Like finally. We, yes. Fi- finally, someone has brought up that game. Yeah. That game for those like 989 sports, whatever, yeah. wherever you are. Yeah. Wherever you are. Come back. You. Come back, 989. Come back to us. We need you. Cause it, I haven't played Madden 21 yet, but from what I see online and what I've seen of the previous Maddens, I played it. Me and my, me and my uh, nephew played it. It's it's not great. I mean, it's good, but it's not great. Um, but that Thunder hit, man. Um, we loved that game back in the day so much so that we just kept school to play it. You know, like I don't know if you remember the big. I'm not gonna call him out, but we went. We all went over to his house. Yeah, I know you remember the day because we took. It was National Skip Day, and we all that was went to. No, I ain't gonna. They know who they are. I ain't calling yeah. nobody out. But we went to that, that person's house to play NFL game day all day all long. All day long, yes, sir. That was, that was yes, dope. Sir. That was a good one. But yeah, I love that game. And then number and number one uh, for me, oh man, I had I'm kind of torn because growing it's like between growing up because I played I still play video games now. A Forty year old man, I ain't ashamed to say it. Um, but I loved um, I love Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods golf. That's my number one. That's your number one? That's my number one. Tiger Woods golf. Tiger Woods golf. Solid list. Yeah. That's my list. What you got? Just a a recap uh, from five to one real quick. Yep. So, double dribble. Double dribble. Okay, for the NES. Okay. Yep, for the NES. And then, what did I say? I said NBA Live 95. 95. NBA Live 95. That was on Super NES. Right. All right, and then I said, uh, "What did I say? God, I should have wrote it down. I think I said Madden. Did I say Madden? What did I say? The Madden '92. I said Madden '92, right? Mm-hmm. For the cornerback blitz. And then uh, number two. Man, my memory's short. <laughs> you remember, you remember was, what I said? I don't remember uh, what I said for number two. I it, just wasn't du- it wasn't double dribble, no. Nope, that was number five. Yeah. Uh, uh, I just remember Tiger Woods being number one. Tiger Woods being number one and... Oh, game day. Game day. Game day. Game day is number two. NFL game day. Yeah. Yep. All right. Okay, well, due to uh, Hollow Point's uh, lack of memory, which I... um, He's he's like a few... You're a few months older than me. A couple months, man. You got to put me on the street like that, though. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We had a whole episode where I turned 40. My list goes... I'm going to go from five to one. Five to one, it would be Madden... 06. 06. Uh-oh. For, uh, for PlayStation 2. For the yeah. uh, for simple reason, like uh, rest in peace of my, my, my boy Carlos. Uh, we used to play this game all the time. And um, one of the biggest things I remember about that game is like the quarter, like for the quarterback when you're rolling out, you can direct your, you can, you can, you can point your uh, receiver into a direction, like to an open field where you can throw it to him and he'll catch it. They took it away in Madden. Yeah. Which is bullshit. Yeah. 
but that was the first year that they did it. They did it for like two or three years. Like oh, uh, where you where can you lead can, lead the passer. Yeah, you, you can lead the passer. You can like oh, well, 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 let's say like you you had a receiver and he was going in, but it was covered. Like you know, what I'm saying like he was running the zone coverage. Yeah, you can tell him to. You can highlight the receiver and yeah. tell him to go back out uh, towards the sidelines. Yeah. Playmaker, and dump, right? And you can dump it. Uh, you can dump it over that linebacker. You can dump it over that uh, uh, that uh, that corner that's playing like right there in the flats. Right in between it, him and the safety, you can dump it right there over to him. That was dope. Uh, number four is going to be MLB the Show. I played this uh, game every year. Yeah. Yep. From its inception from 2007 until now. Like, yep. I got it. Like, MLB, the show has to be a game that I buy every year, the day yep. it comes out. Because, like, I, I love baseball. I love baseball games. This is the most realistic baseball game you will ever you'll ever play. That that franchise was the most really realistic baseball game you'll ever play. Uh, number three, I have to keep, keep it old school, man. And uh, uh, do a super shout-out to my old man, Starman. Because I used oh, to pick pro this wrestling. guy from pro oh. wrestling in the NES. Yes, sir. I do would go back and do like the, uh, yeah, uh, the, the what was like the, the reverse moonsault? The kick, the kick off the head moonsault. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. So I got I got a shout out. Like that. That's what. That's the first game that got me into sports games. On um uh on on, on any video video. This is the first sport game on um in, in video games that I would play. Yeah. Pro wrestling. So I got a shout out for pro wrestling. Um. Number two, we have it every year. It's, it's, it's like even like almost like an official holiday for us. 2K Day. NBA 2K has, uh, and I've been playing it probably since like 2010 uh, with the Kobe on the cover. Yeah. Um, I've played this game since then. I've, 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 I've slacked off a couple years. I missed a couple years of it uh, as far as, um, uh, as far as like, you know, like through the years. But my favorite out of it is 2K13. 2K13, um, it introduced like a whole new like story mode to it. And then plus I had like one of my favorites like uh, recording artists of all time, Jay-Z, uh, yeah. as the executive uh, producer on, on, on the game. Okay. Uh, so like the soundtrack was heavy Jay-Z lady. Okay. And if you listen in, like, yeah, we overhead. So like, you know. Pretty uh, much. <laughs> uh, number one. My number one favorite sports game of all time has to be Super Tecmo Bowl. Not Tecmo Bowl. Super Tecmo Bowl. Super Tecmo Bowl. Yeah. The only reason, like, for me, what gave uh, uh, Super Tecmo Bowl the edge over Tecmo Bowl was because you could pick all of the teams. Yeah, it was a bigger and roster, a bigger, bigger, bigger selection. You know, big, bigger selection. So, like, I had to, you know, I had to rock with the Giants back then. David Meggett. Uh, you know, saying Jeff Hostella, you know, saying like I had to ride with the Giants for that time. I picked the Bills. I had to add the Bill Thurman Thomas, Andre the, the, Lee, yeah, Tim yeah. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we probably played each other. Probably, probably, probably. played each other. But that's it. You know, what I'm saying that's 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 my top five right there. Um, solid five. Solid five. It is a solid five, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, right. It, that was good. And if anybody want that smoke on any of those games, uh, like you know, what I'm saying like yeah, I, I, I guarantee I'll dust you. Yeah. <laughs> any of those games, like you want, you want to pick any of those games. I guarantee I dust. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna pay some bills real quick. And um, uh, yeah, we're gonna be right back. This is the Truth Be Told Sports Podcast. Stupid.
right, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You listen to the Future Sports Talk Radio. We are Truth Be Told Sports Podcast. It's your boy King Huli on the mic, and I have my homie, my homie, my man's, my man's in it. Hollow Point with me. What's up, man? What's up, man? Uh, so, like, uh, we're kind of like, kind of like in a, in, 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 a, in, in like, a, like a little battle in between, like, you know, so there's a little heat going on right now. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. Heat going mm-hmm. on right now mm-hmm. in between the uh, Trooper Tool Sports podcast. You know what I'm saying? Because like you have a resident Heat fan, yeah. You have a resident Laker fan, yeah. You know what I'm saying? In the uh, NBA yeah. Finals, like now, now, now. I've said before, uh, living out here in in, in, in LA, kinda, I kind of gravitated towards the, the the Lakers, but I gotta rock with my Heat this uh for this. Year. Yeah. Um, Let's talk a little bit about like some previews, man. I already yep. know what you're going. I mean, what, Lakers are four, Lakers are five. Uh, what's, what's, what's I was going to say four and a half. <laughs> Lakers are four and a half. <laughs> we'll give Lakers them are four and a half. Yeah, yeah. We'll give them two quarters after we sweep them just to play. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, man, but I'm I'm not trying to disrespect your team, but yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it. Um, and the only I way see- I see it, I'm going to be honest with you. The only way I see it is like human nature. It's like if you think if you as a Laker, when I say you, I mean the Lakers. If the Lakers just think they're gonna just put their jerseys down on the court and just win the game, mm-hmm. they're gonna be in trouble. Right. But if they lock in from game one right off the jump and let them know that hey, we're here to play, and they're focused, I don't. I mean, barring the Heat hitting every shot they throw up. I don't see them winning the rebound game. I don't see them winning points in the paint. I don't see them, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things where I would have to see it to believe it. Um, I, I, now, the Heat's played very good. The Heat's, he's done their thing, and they've, they've knocked down Giants, and nobody thought they would beat Milwaukee, you know? And then nobody thought they would be. I had the Celtics winning in seven. Um, you know, I was wrong there. Um because Celtics, honestly, they were t- more talented, but they're not the better team. I always say, if you win a seven-game series, you're the better team. And Miami, Absolutely. Miami's a better team. So they deserve to be here. Um, and and they're, they're definitely deserving, and congratulations to them for making it. You know, we got some cool parting gifts for you. But, you know, well, uh, man. Mr. Um, Disney going to get you up out of there. Okay, listen. Uh, as much as like I am a Heat fan, uh, I, I try to be as realistic as possible when it comes to sports. Um, I'm gonna have to take. Uh, I'm definitely gonna go with the Lakers in this. I'm gonna go with the Lakers in six. I think the, the I think I think the Heat can uh, take two games out of it out of this whole series. Um, for the simple fact, uh, it's been like the LeBron and AD show. Uh, when, once those guys get tired, there's no one, there, there, there hasn't been another person, probably Kuzma, maybe Caruso. It's, and, and at times, Rondo has been there like to step up and kind of like take over the game. But if, if LeBron's not scoring, Lakers lose. If AD's not scoring, Lakers lose. It ha- it's going to take a, a joint effort from both LeBron and AD every game. And if you say like a four, maybe five games, like it's going to take five games for them to do that. 
I think they have the opportunity to do it because they played a lot. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't think I don't, I don't think they played a lot less games than the Heat. They played right around like the same amount of games like uh, as the Heat has played. Uh, the Heat has only lost what two games, three games in the, in, the, in his finals. Uh, let's in, see. In his playoffs, they swept the Pacers. Swept the Pacers. And they took. Uh, they beat one. They beat Bucks in five. And then, beat the Bucks yeah, in five. Same same amount of games. So same amount of games. Okay. Yeah. Um, if the Heat can keep that mentality, you know, so that pace up, they have a chance. I'm not, I, I don't want to count them out because of one, it's my team. Uh, and number two, like the way they've been playing the entire series, uh, what, what, the way they've been playing the entire uh, playoffs, I don't want to completely count them out. Yeah. But I, something about it, like it's still, rem, uh, this is still rem, reminiscent of like, uh, of, of the San Antonio, uh, New Jersey Nets. Uh, playoffs back in 2003. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, that finals where you had like the team where you know is going to win. That You know that's going to win it. Plus it's uh, against a team that like just happened to be there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, no, every, I see every, exactly what you're saying. Everyone everyone has picked the Lakers. The Lakers have looked dominant. They've looked dominant in the playoffs. Uh, they, they, they showed, you know what I'm saying, that, that there's kinks in their armor. Okay. Uh, but the kinks in their armor isn't severe enough, like to cause like a tremendous amount of damage. Right. Well, I think I think their their advantages are big advantages. Right. And their deficiencies are small in deficiencies in the grand scheme um, because of the way they play. Like they don't have great um, outside shooting. They have average outside shooting right but that's not that their game isn't predicated on the three-point shot no it's, it's getting in the basket second chance mm-hmm. points rebounding and solid defense right. that's what they that's what they do and they, that's what they've been doing yeah and that's what the, that's been the that's been the elixir for their success that's been the the formula for their success is play right. tough defense win the rebounding game take away any second chance points get turnovers score mm-hmm. off those turnovers Right, and once they start condensing, once you get the points in the paint, get you some open shot, open looks. You know whether you hit them or not is is you know you get the open looks. Eventually they'll you know they'll 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 drain. Um, so I I um I think if they come on with that mindset of, of being to playing as tough and and now like I said, don't get me wrong, Miami is tough. They've been playing right. tough. And they've been going to the basket, and they've been they've been penetrating the whole nine. So, I I think it's going I think it's going to be a lot of work. But I like I said, if the Lakers stick to their game plan, and nobody have no out of body experiences, nobody plays selfish ball, hero ball, none of that craziness, I think we'll be okay. Um, where where you guys see you have the advantages um, is the guard play and our our. Um, on the ball defense against the guards, especially the ones that like to move around, is is a big trouble. Gonna be a, that's gonna be a big problem. Uh, right. That's what I see. It's gonna be a problem from you. Um, yeah, I'm hoping Tyler Hero will have a have a continue to have a, a great playoff. Um, this guy, he he's fearless, bro. I you know, and 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 I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I didn't like the pick. Yeah, I didn't like the Tyler Hero pick because. I felt uh, we could have got someone better. 
you know. But yeah. Tyler Hero was like, he was a hero we needed. Not not necessarily the hero we wanted. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily the hero we wanted. Hey, but look- the hero but the hero I, we need. I feel like I feel like he's another guy that won a lottery. He's like Caruso, but with a little more swag. You know yeah, oh, I mean? yeah, facts, like he, facts, facts. It's like he won a lottery, and he don't look the part at all. Mm-hmm. But next mm-hmm. thing you know, he's got 35 points on him. He got 35 points. He has no fear. Zero. No fear. And I, I like I like that in the players. I like, I like Caruso. That's why I like Caruso, because he's not afraid to go in there and mix it up with the big boys. That's why. That's why I like Caruso. That's why yeah. uh, Caruso is gonna be my uh, my next uh, Laker jersey. Um, my next Heat jersey will be a Tyler Hero jersey. Like I was gonna do. I was gonna go with the Jimmy Butler way, but nah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Tyler Hero. You know what's so I'm, funny? You know what's so that. funny is you've known me for a long time, and, and like yes, you know my feelings about LeBron, and like I don't. I'm not, a, nor have I ever been a LeBron fan. Okay, that's true. That's I've never been. I've never been. I've never. I've never disliked him per se. But like, I think um, he came in. He came in with the kind of the silver spoon, and you know, and and and, and he worked hard. He earned his keep, and then all the hype. He, he lived up to it, and I, I respect. Right. Um, but at the same time, some of the some of the things that he does, I can never get down with, like all the flopping and all of the. You know, all, sometimes he kind of grandiosos it a little bit too much for me. But yeah. as a Laker, he's a Laker now. So, like, yeah. I have to embrace him. I have to not only embrace him, but I have to defend him um, when he when he does these things. And, and, and like, not this is just on the court. So as far as on the court stuff, I don't have no beef with him off the court at all. Right. Not even a single thing. Like, he's done things philanthropy wise and socially and all this stuff and I all I can do is commend him and applaud that part of it um on the court stuff is is kind of like when, when I watch him play throughout the course of a game um this, especially like when the when the when the pressure starts getting up there and I'm not saying he's not clutch because he has some clutch in him um but a lot of times he defer he defers when you don't need him to defer and I think it's my, yeah it's a lot yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off, but like no, I, you're good. I, I hear that conversation. I hear that I hear the argument from a lot of people who. Um, but to me, he makes the best basketball player. No, yes, he does. He does, and, and he's always done that. And that's why I can I he I can show my uh, kids when I'm teaching them about basketball. I can show them LeBron because nine times out of ten, he's gonna make the right play. Like I can exactly. I can I can do that. But at it's point, like it's like okay, well, yeah, you want to take that shot. You want to be that player that, right. uh, to to have that type of mentality, like to take that shot. But it also take that same type of mentality, like you know what? I'm not gonna take the shot when two people are on me. That means somebody's open. If I see that person, I'm gonna hit that person in the pass away. See, yes, you, you know are, what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it, 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 absolutely. And what you and what you are correct in that sense. And that part, I don't have an issue with. When you're in the game and you're going, I don't care what time of the game it is, if that guy on the corner is open and he's a shooter, I'm passing it to him because he's open. Right. Not because I'm LeBron and he's not LeBron. It's right. I think my my issue with him is he'll you'll you'll notice he starts to have these unnecessary turnovers when he's in the late in the game because he tries to force passes that aren't there. Or he'll try to take a and even when he tries to take a, an aggressive shot. He'll try to. Sometimes he'll take a shot that he sh- 
he shouldn't take or um you know on defense defense is like my biggest issue with him because he gets all these accolades for being a defensive player all you know all all, all world defense but he, he doesn't play anybody on the ball until it's like a couple minutes in a couple minutes here like what he did with murray was awesome Mm-hmm. Those like he shut him down for like five, like three or four possessions in a row, and he can then he do did, that. yeah, and he showed you he can do it. But mm-hmm. that's what makes me even even more upset because sometimes he just bails out on stuff. He doesn't box out. Um, sometimes he doesn't. He when a guy's going up strong, he doesn't contest head on. He loves the behind the back chase down blocks. He's really good at those. But I think his on the ball de- defense, like in a in a forty eight minute span could could be better dude he's also a 35 a 35 year old man absolutely no absolutely absolutely 35 went that far uh, went that far cry away from either one of us but he's on the court but he's on the court and he's doing these things like you know what I'm saying so I I, I get what you're saying I get what you're saying I I, kind of disagree you know what I'm saying you gotta take age into account you gotta take um uh the the maturation of understanding the game into account um jordan case support jordan like we call him the goat um look at his game you remember he was so, so high flying and he was so so great what made jordan great was like we didn't understand we didn't even realize the transition between jordan's game from he was attack when he where he was attacking the rim when he was like finishing at the at the bucket making layups, doing these spectacular dunks, doing these spectacular layups to where Jordan's mid-game took it. That's where we live. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Hollow point. Look at me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we record, like, we, 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 through Zoom. Look, <laughs> that's where we live. We are set shooters. You know what I'm saying? We're in our 40s. You know what I'm saying? We're set yes. shooters. All day. All day, all day long. And that's exactly what Jordan's, you know what I'm saying? That's what the, that's that's the type of game LeBron is trying to play uh, 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 head towards, but he's the, the the problem is he's still LeBron James. Yep. LeBron James had like a, a the body of a nineteen year old at thirty. Yes. And he's only thirty five right now. Yeah, he he spent so, a lot of, a lot of money on his body, and I I yeah. can commend him for that. I like, commend him. I, I I could never do the things that he's done. No, nah, because I don't have the money for himself. Because one, I don't have the money. Like he has personal chefs. He has personal. Uh, trainers, he has all these nutritionists, he has anything you could think of to help a single person be a better person, he has. Right. Like he has all, of ex- his, all of his yeah. things, body-wise, are really mapped out and structured in, yeah. in a way that no man should do ever. <laughs> yeah, he has so, access to that type of stuff when we don't. It's all about access, man. And it's yeah. like, I, I, I respect him, but he got the access. It's like, it's like, I remember when remember when, um, Magic Johnson had HIV and AIDS. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, Dude, I remember coming home from uh, and 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 seeing that. Yeah. Uh, that that the, uh, that Magic Johnson had contracted uh, HIV and AIDS yeah. and stuff like that. Like back in uh, ninety one, November ninety one, and I was being I, I I couldn't believe it. You know what I'm saying? I I I, I kind of like just wrote him off. But yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like the fact like um I I, I forget how old he was at that, t- at that point in time. But Let's like see. that was that was like 90, 91, 92. I was ninety one. So he could have been let me let me give let me get my math together. So he came in in like eighty 
That was eleven years. I mean, he, he was he was about thirty three. About thirty three years old. Like and yeah. LeBron's doing doing what Magic Johnson was doing. But at, at an time. elite level. Yeah. With, at an elite level without AIDS or yeah. HIV. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So like we I, I I I have to give it to LeBron. LeBron is uh he's the goat of this generation. Absolutely. Uh Without and I, hate, I, I hate that conversation, bro. I hate that conversation. Like it's a dumb conversation. It's a dumb conversation. Like you know, Michael Jordan was like the pinnacle of basketball for us. He was the pinnacle of baseball. Uh, baseball, not definitely not baseball. Yikes! <laughs> he was the pinnacle of basketball for us. Like yeah. we wanted to be like Mike. We wanted to drink Gatorade. Like we went to Azalea uh, Middle School and brought Gatorades and like you know, practiced our fadeaways. Because of Michael Jordan, you know. What I, ain't, I ain't gonna hold you. I did practice my fadeaways. So I did do that. I yeah, couldn't. I, I couldn't stand him because my like my da- um, he was my dad's favorite athlete. But <laughs> I couldn't. I wasn't. I didn't like him. Yeah, like I didn't I, like we, him. We already, I respected him, but I didn't like him. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Because when he did that whole thing against the Lakers in the finals, I wasn't a fan. The whole change, oh, yeah, your, the whole, hand, change your hand thing. Yeah, stuff, yeah you didn't have it. to do that. You showing off. That was game one, uh, and the Lakers that actually was, won eight. That was game one, and Lakers, Lakers actually, actually won, that, won game. that game. Yeah, they didn't win another game though. No, not anymore. No, whatever. I was happy about it. We're back, and we're back. So uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I sounded super, super petty right then. All right. Uh, so we talked about like okay, the uh, the bubble, um, the, yeah. the playoffs, right? A little bit like uh, in the bubble, like with 2020, with the COVID, the whole pandemic thing. Kind of changed the whole landscape of uh, how sports are played. So we had the we had like an NBA season, like which is an afterthought. I don't think like a lot of people remember anything significant that happened in the NBA season other than COVID, because COVID like restarted the whole thing. What was your biggest? Give me your give me give me your two things. Give me your biggest your highs and your lows of the bubble. Um. I mean, the lows is easy. The lows is, you know, about the bubble is just no fans. Yeah. It was, you know, it's just like watching a YMCA type recreation, open gym type game, mm-hmm. you know? So that's that was kind of the low for me. Okay. Um, as far as the high, man, um, that being said, without with the no fans, you saw some of the best basketball, like pure from a pure basketball standpoint that you've ever seen. And I don't think enough people realize what they're witnessing and it's for these players in this bubble. Because like, usually you have like the crowd, the momentum and all this stuff. These players had to like generate their own momentum. You know? Right. They had, to yeah. Gener- yeah. they had to generate like their own, um, you know, they had to get up for themselves, you know? So it's kind of a, a, a hard ask for them for to every day, night in and night out, and that with that schedule, every other day they're playing, you know, it's it's rough. And and to see them perform in the ways they did, so many good games. And it's like I was impressed with that, just just that. The level of play and their competition. And they were still going at it, even though they didn't have no fans and they were in a one place, everybody had now to travel. Um, right. So yeah, so it was like, you know, was, the high was just the level of competition, man. I was locked in every time I get a chance to and I was watching games you know whether it was my team 
or whether it was any team playing, like even, you know, um, you know, Dame, Dame was like the highlight of the regular season in the right. bubble, you know, right. but then you get a team like the Phoenix Suns who ain't really got nothing to play for, honestly, but they, they went undefeated. There, they went undefeated. They went in there right. and just bust everybody up. Right. You know? Right. So I, I, I was impressed with, um, the NBA players being professional and I, I applaud them for that. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Uh, for, for me, dude, uh, my whole bubble experience, like, I kind of took from uh, what you was leading uh, it, it initially. Like, I was like to see, like, a lot of trash basketball. We saw a lot of trash basketball initially. Initially, but yeah. We saw a lot of amazing basketball, like, great play from um, Portland Trails play, Trailblazers, Damon yeah. Lillard, uh, CJ McCollum. They played fantastic through, you know, saying they, uh, through the bubble, like the last eight games. They played great, uh, even into the playoffs, going into the playoffs where they took the one game lead over the Lakers. Where a lot of people like had them written off as like, you know, they they're not gonna make it. Like, you know, saying they're gonna get swept. Don't matter. It don't matter. But they played inspired basketball. I love that. Um, yep. Then you have teams like the Phoenix Suns who went eight and zero and didn't even make it to the playoffs. Yep. You know. But it gives me uh, it, it gives me hope for the fucking future of the NBA. Yep. You know we, we can see teams like Phoenix. We can see teams like uh, 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 Memphis. We can see teams like uh, Portland and what they could possibly do. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Uh, we saw at the same time we saw terrible basketball. I.e. Uh, the Washington Wizards, who yeah. started. Who got invited to the bubble, but then finished the bubble like behind somebody who didn't even play. Right, they lost, lost ground. You know, yeah. They lost. How, how, how do you lose ground to somebody who ain't even playing? Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. That that was embarrassing. That's embarrassing you know, on that's that's, on that's big time embarrassment on that. Yeah. I, I I love the bubble, man. We, we saw a lot of really good basketball. We saw teams like shit. We saw teams like Miami, like you know, what I'm saying like the hunger. Mm-hmm. In these teams, like where they was like, you know what, we're not gonna lay down because, like, on paper, this team's better than me. I think on that's paper, I think that's where the no fans paid off for them, right? Because exactly. If if I guarantee you, if if they're in a big stadium like that, I think it'll it's kind of overwhelming if right. if you allow it to be, right? right. Like, and I think um, having it having it in the setting that it was. It, it allowed guys like Hero and, and Duncan Robinson to just be themselves. Right. And they, they could be themselves without worrying about fans and, and crowd noise and all right. of that other stuff that you have to worry about with the pomp and circumstance of the fans. So, right. e- even and even with that little digital fan box and the and the pumped in crowd noise, I don't think right. that even, that doesn't, that, that doesn't even generate half the noise it would if a normal crowd would be there. So, I think shout out to, to to Miami for putting their best foot forward and not um, succumbing to the norm that the NBA norms that everybody thought you know Milwaukee was just going to run through the East right. because they were the quote quote unquote only good team. And it turns out right. there was way more good teams in the East than than originally thought. You know Boston, right? Miami, Boston was a good team. Miami. You know, you know, yes, also sir. also a good team. Um, so, and it was just. Surprising, and my my other bonus surprise. I know you, you know that's one of them down. Was actually Denver, um, Denver, yeah. Denver, Denver. I was really impressed with Denver. Um, 
going through the whole playoff scene, and then Jamal Murray became a star. Jamal yeah. Murray became an well, absolute stud star. In this, I, in this I, I, I didn't understand like how Jamal Murray wasn't a star after last season playoffs. At the last season playoffs, I don't understand how Jamal Murray went. Well, I think it's because of how they went out. That's why, because it was forgettable. It was really forgettable. Jokic kind of faded to black. He didn't want no parts of playing basketball anymore. It seems like, and like they they just weren't memorable when they when they went out. So it was just like you kind of lose your spot. And he made a couple good good impact, but not like this time. This time he made an impact each round. Each round he did something that you're like, wow. Like the 50, 50s in a row or 50 and he scored 40 and 40 and again. And, right, right, right. And, and then the Clippers, he he brought the team back, him and Jokic. And then, you know, all the, his performance against the Lakers. Although being in a series loss, it was still a great performance by him. And it was real gritty because he right. got injured and he's like, wait, let's, let's tie these shoes up real quick. And yeah. then we'll go ahead and let's get it then. Let's get it then. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so yeah. I, 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 I've got a mound of respect for him. He talked a little crap, and that's cool. He's Canadian. It's fine. Um, but <laughs> He's uh, nice. Yeah. But he, he's very nice about it, you know? He's very clean with his trash talk. Oh, wow. uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, I got, some, I got a lot of respect for him playing the game. And, I, um, and actually, Jokic, too, because he actually lost a lot of weight. And you could tell there's a difference. Because he wasn't necessarily out of shape. He, he wasn't low-winded like before, and he, he he played well. Only his only problem was foul trouble. He couldn't stop right. slapping and pushing people. Right, but right, right. That's another story for he's, another day. He's a bull. Yeah. Shit happens. Um, okay, uh, let's talk some. Uh, let's talk some NFL. This is uh, this last game is pretty much like uh, about to wrap up. Man, whatever. It's about to wrap up. Whatever. whatever. Uh, it, okay, just let me give you a little context. We're not going. We don't. We don't have to go. Like, all the point knows what he has to do. Whatever. I should have <laughs> took my. I should have took my win. You know, I was. I was. I was, I, I was like. I, I was like. You, like you know what? I was like, man. Gave it out. I don't take. I don't take no easy win. I'm. And you know what? Just, just okay. Let me, let me let me give you listeners some context. Okay, Hollow Point and I we made a bet uh, last week. Um, because like his team is the Carolina Panthers, my team is the New York Giants. And, uh, Who got that of, win, by the way? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, uh, our teams, are, uh, both our teams are absolute ass, absolute ass. Uh, so we decided, like, okay, we're gonna take a uh, bandwagon. Team. So uh, we we made a bet was the last week uh, on the the last one where Hollow Point was closer in the uh, he was closer in the score. I was yeah, I got the points. I got you the points. We were both wrong in the pick. We, we both picked wrong New Orleans. Both pick, yeah, we were both wrong in the pick, but he was close to the score, so we was like, you know what? Let's do do it this week. Uh I took the Kansas City Chiefs with a score of I think it was like 31 27, if I'm not mistaken. Uh right now, as I'm looking at right now, as we're as we're recording the score right now is Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs 34, Baltimore Ravens 20. Um uh, Hollow Point and Fair as um, as great as he thought he was, he picked the Baltimore Ravens winning this game, uh, twenty-seven twenty-four, which obviously ain't gonna happen. All right, so unless Baltimore like makes a uh, Brazilian comeback, 
a fantastic comeback and uh, and, and beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm gonna hold off and win I, this I, I gotta tell you, man, I hate, hate, absolutely hate having to be the in the doggone in the midst of your swag talk. I hate this. I just yeah. want to go on record and tell you that this I is hate why I, this when is why you I talk, talk right. crap when you're winning. You're this terrible. Am I? Am I? Or, or are your feelings just hurt? No. I'm a sore loser. <laughs> or whatever. Hey, you're sore loser. Okay, so what, what's going to have to happen now is um, Hollow uh. Point is forced to root for the New Orleans Saints, a team that he absolutely hates. With all my being. For the rest of the season. Okay. So, uh, I have to... I don't feel like I have to because you lost his bat, but I'll do it. Um, just this one time. I had to buy Hollow Point a New Orleans Saints shirt that has uh, 20 on the back, and that's for the name Bandwagon because he's a Bandwagon New Orleans Saints fan for the rest of the, uh, the season. From this point on, you want to go from this point on, you want to go when I'm official. Because you got to, like, you got to post, like, you get, everything you say has to be great about the New Orleans Saints. Everything. Oh, like you, all right. you, can't, you can't say anything bad it's about it. Nothing? I got to go straight up fan, fan, yeah, yeah, 100% fan. Yeah, you got to go 100% fanboy. You can't, you can't say like, um, yeah, you can't say they're trash. You can't say. I got to, yeah. do I have to say who that too? Yeah, absolutely. That sucks. Absolutely. All right. So. Uh, I'm getting me a beignet though, since I got to do this. Yeah, was, <laughs> gotta give me a beignet. I seen you some beignets. Yeah, <laughs> uh, if that's the case. But uh, no, that's cool. A bet's a bet, man. I, like I said, I should have took my win, but I, I, I kind of, I didn't. And now I gotta say who that. Oh God, this is gonna suck. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. So but like, with, with, okay. before before you before we get get done with this, I want to make sure that people know that they can reach us on a lot of different platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those states right now, we definitely we are live on our, our we have a website now. Yes, sir. Um, it is uh, truthbetoldpodcast.com. Uh, you can check us out sports. there. Sportspodcast.com. Sorry about that. Yes, sir. You could reach us there. We, you, you can listen to our latest podcast. You can, you can listen to this one that we're doing right now. You, you can listen to this one uh, or all our future ones. You can go there and you can leave comments about the shows. Uh, you can actually go there. You can check out all of our social media links there. So our Twitter, our Instagram. Um, yes, sir. All of that. Our Facebook group, our Facebook page. You can see it all there. You can cop the merch. You can do yes, all of That's that and a one-stop shop all at truthbetoldsportspodcast.com. Yes, sir. And and, uh, and and please, if you want to help, if you want to help uh, King Hooley buy me this shirt, you can, you, can actually, <laughs> you can actually donate. There's a donate button on the site. Uh, you can donate there to help out. <laughs> You don't have to, and <laughs> hope that you don't, because if you don't, that means I don't have to wear it. So that's cool. Nah, you gonna wear because it. Because the minute I wear it, I have to don the Saints fandom, and I don't want to do it. I'll go on record and say, nah, no, 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 like you, you have to don the Saints fandom like as soon as this game is over. No, twenty eight seconds. No man, it has to be when I get over. the shirt. When I get the no, shirt, no, 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 I'll be no, a no. fan. 
No. I make the rules. I'm the boss. I make the rules. Like, this as soon as this game is over. All right. <laughs> so, moving right along. Uh, okay, let's uh, so, so, so talk about a little bit NFL. Anything in the NFL this week uh, surprising? My Panthers came up and whooped up on the Chargers. Oh, what? Right. On the road? Who calls that? Who called that? That was crazy. Did you call that? I called that. Did you? Okay, <laughs> I, did. Uh, I did. No, but that was great, man. Um, that was a good game. I watched it. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater's order just kind of special. And, and I think uh, with a better defense, I think we would have had a chance this year. But I don't think it's in the cards. Um, Tampa's too tough. I think once New Orleans figures it out, I, Atlanta's not going to figure it out. I, I, I'm, I'm already – I've conceded that fact. They're terrible. Um, yeah, they have terrible leadership, and they have enough talent to be good. They just don't have direction. They have terrible direction. Right. Um, you can't blow two, two three-score leads in consecutive weeks and expect to keep your job. There's no way. There's no Zero. way. No way. Um, another thing is is what I noticed is the Patriots, the Patriots might be for real, and no one really is going to know how they're going to be for real because they can hit you with so many different ways Um, because they're a running team. They can pass the ball and they don't make that many, they don't make um, too many silly plays. I think Cam threw one pick, um, but I think that was their only turnover Mm -hmm. and their defense is solid. So, um, but a lot, a lot of things, man, coming because I I watched a lot of it. So Buffalo might be for real. No, I don't know. I watched that game. Uh, Buffalo, uh, was leading that game 28, 20, uh, 28 to three, and let the Rams come all the way back. They did. Uh, the and you know what? Even Jared Allen got like a uh, got a personal foul penalty called against him in that game. Mm-hmm. Oh, for the face uh, mask. for the face mask, yeah. and uh, he kind of blew up a little bit about it. Like you know, he had he had a um, like a couple plays after that where he you could tell he was he was kind of flustered. He if, was. Unless Jared Allen, like, controls his temper, Buffalo would be all right. But he did great. He, he, he maintained composure. Like, he brought them out to a win, which they deserved because they, they were smacking the Rams in the mouth the entire game. Five touchdowns. I think here's here's my thing about that. And, of course, I'm not a Bills fan. I know a couple Bills fans. Um, but here's my thing is that there's no other Aaron Donald in the league. There's not another Aaron Donald in the league. Aaron Donald made it hard for him in that second half. He had him running all over the place. The pressure got really big. It, it kind of almost was too big for him, but um, he kind of composed himself, and he made a couple clutch drives and clutch throws, man. And I think I think he's shown a lot of progression between the, the last year and this year. Right. Um, so that part, I can be like, man, they might be for real offensively. If he's throwing five, he's slaying it all over the yard like that, man. I'm like, God bless, you know, watch out. So I think he's, I think um, you got KC and Baltimore are like right. your top tier, right? And then so right. the second tier, I think Buffalo is right there in the mix. Buffalo's, yeah, Buffalo's right there in the mix. Like uh, Buffalo's right uh, there in the mix. Buffalo's in the mix right there with, uh, I don't want to say Houston. Like uh, the AFC. Oh no, so- Pitts, Pittsburgh. I was, Pittsburgh. It's, it's, it's Pittsburgh. It's, it's obviously Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They only That's have it. like a couple good teams, like in AFC. Pittsburgh and maybe the maybe the maybe the Colts and the the ti- Pittsburgh and the Titans and the Colts. That's Ooh. it. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Right now, 
I think um, as I, 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 what I see out of the Titans is consistency. Like they right. are eat, they are every day like Sunday morning. They're gonna run that rock with Henry, and mm-hmm. just when you think they're gonna run it, he's gonna play action fake over the top. They're gonna play solid defense. They got they got um, Clowney on the outside causing havoc mm-hmm. um, on the line on defensive line. So I think they're tough, man. And I think once they get a lead, it's hard to get it back from them. Right. So, uh, okay, let's let's let's, let's move uh, uh, shift gears a little bit. Uh, yeah. Cowboys and the Seahawks. What you think about that game? Um, I think that both defenses um, took a nap uh, between the second quarter and the rest of the game because none, <laughs> none of them were playing defense at all, which is cool. I mean, it was cool. It was like a light show, man. It was like, boom, let me throw it deep and burn my dude by 10 yards. And right. So it was weird. I, I was like, Dak throwing, you know what's so funny? What's that? My, my, my mom, shout out to my mom. She... She's like you. She's like you with Dak. She says he's overrated. Right. Absolutely. Right? And and I told her, I said, you are right in a sense that everybody think I don't but I don't think everybody thinks he's this great player. I think everybody thinks the same thing. He'll mm-hmm. give you enough plays to say, yeah, he's really good. And then he'll give you these plays that say, Man, why can't you do better? <laughs> You know, True. that's him. But that's him in a nutshell. And that's the Cowboys in a nutshell. It's mm-hmm. like, man, they should have won. They should have won that game. But the one or two plays that he was supposed to make that he didn't make, you're like, well, damn. But then you look at his stats, he's like 470 yards. And, like, it looks, like, astronomical. Like, he just, you know, I, I, I slang it a thing. That's what I do, you know. But it's like empty yards. You know, it's like yeah. a bunch of empty yards he's throwing. And then you look on the other half, you got Russell Wilson, his main, you know, contemporary, you know, throwing it for like almost 75% completion percentage. He's mm-hmm. throwing five touchdowns and Lockett is just a monster. And then he got DK Metcalf is another monster. So mm-hmm. it's it's like you can't – I can't feel bad for Dak when you got guys like Russell Wilson over there beasting you when and you can't keep up. You know, you he, you get the same looks he got. Seattle has an awful defense coverage-wise. They can't get yeah. no pressure on the quarterback, and right. they couldn't do much. And, that, and even given that, Dallas couldn't conjure enough um, enough offense to come back and and uh, take control of that game. And uh, I think it has more so to do with with Dak. And I'm not going to blame like the play call and all that, but I think Dak didn't make the plays he should have made or or were, were there to make. Right. there to be made and I think that's the difference I think um, Russell Wilson made those plays and Dak didn't so when you when it comes down to a one possession game like it did it's always one or two plays that you don't make that is the reason why you don't win right uh, yeah I watched that game and that game I you know what I, I, I give the Cowboys a lot of shit on this show but truth be told uh, they're probably the best one and two team that that's out there. Um, and I and, and here's why I say that: like the Cowboys could have won like a lot of their games, like even like the, the Falcons game, because the Falcons, as like the uh, you know, so last week episode was like was entitled "The Falcons Were Falcons." Uh, that was like pathetic in that, you know, in in a sense, right? In a sense, they're still falconing. It. They're still falconing it up, you know what I'm saying? So like. Um, the Cowboys, their problem is they can't make the play 
when there needs to be a play made. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They can't when 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 the Cowboys need like a let's say like a a, a, a first down conversion on third and six. They gain four yards every time. Like not more, they're more than just a little bit short every time. You know what I'm saying? So with, I mean, with that being said, like, you know, they deserve to be where they are. One and two. One and two. And then at, uh, the, end, at the end of the season, they're going to be eight and eight. So, And at the end of the season, they're going to win the division because the NFC East is trapped. Right. But they'll be eight and eight. But it's by default. It's kind of yeah. like where the Patriots have their, uh, their, their success. Like, but apparently, the Patriots actually were a really good team. That's the difference. That's the difference between the Cowboys right now and the Patriots of old. Yeah. Um, let's talk New Orleans Green Bay. Mm, okay. Um, that game I watched. Uh, man, Aaron Rodgers was just a monster, bro. He was. He was, he was. Aaron Rodgers of old. Like he, you know, he shredded that uh, that New Orleans defense, and there there wasn't anything they can do about it. He was he was doing things that he used to do when he first came in. He right. had total control of the offense. Right. He was in complete rhythm when he threw the ball. Um, he was like a nightmare for anything. Every time he dropped back, you thought he, you were hoping he handed it off because right. you knew if he didn't, he was going to throw it and somebody was going to catch him. He was just, <laughs> you know, I felt like he had the glow, man. Like he was just everything he threw and you everything he was glow. doing. Yeah, every, everything he was doing just worked. You know, mm-hmm. like like he he threw deep, and you you check out his receivers because he didn't have his main guy. You know, everybody everybody harped on um, the Saints because Michael Thomas was out. Well, Devontae Adams was out too. He's just as good a receiver, if not better, than right. Mr. Slant Man himself. So, <laughs> Mr. Ninety Nine. Mr. Ninety Nine. So, um, I just I I think. Rodgers, when I eat, and that's why I picked him. Remember, we we were talking about picks last on on, uh, on the live show, yeah. and, I, and that's why I picked him because I knew because there's no crowd, you know, and that's the big difference is not having that home crowd. The there's no noise blocking your account, your cadence, you know, and his his he has one of the best um, fake fake hut, if for lack of a better term. That in the business where he can make you jump off sides and then they hike the ball and he gets the most free plays in the in the league. Right. You know, like that's smart. And and as much as much film as these professionals watch, why can't you know that that's coming? You have to know that. <laughs> right? You gotta be able to understand like you have to know you're, that. You're you're professional at this point, so you have to right. be able to understand like, hey, this is coming. You it's understand coming. like you know what I'm saying? Like when the Green Bay Packers roll into town, or when, or when you go into Green Bay, that you're playing Aaron Rodgers, but you know probably one of one of the best quarterbacks to, to, to do it. Um, you gotta understand. You gotta come there and be prepared to play him. Yep. Mm-hmm. I agree. So it's just, but yeah, he was just too much for him, man. He was he was tossing all over the yard, and um, their defense actually played played pretty well. And Breeze just looks old. Um, Breeze, he, he don't have as near as much arm strength as he used to, which wasn't a whole lot to begin with. Um, he, he made his money off his accuracy. 
and being able to pinpoint his passes. And I think right. now he's not really in sync with a guy like Emmanuel Sanders or any of that cast of characters they got, um, you want to call a receiving core. Um, right. I think he's good with Jared Cook, the tight end, but all those other guys he's just out of sync with. You could tell that they don't have a real flow to their offense because um, Drew Brees has been used to going to Mr. Slantman, Michael Thomas, um, over and over and over again because that's his like that's his his whoopee. You know, it's his right. it's his safety net. You know, it's just like when you lose your safety net, you don't want you don't know what to do or how to cope with that sort of thing. And I think that's kind of what's going on with Drew Brees. It seems like right. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, um, man, uh, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to say this to you at the top of the show. Uh, War Eagle. War damn eagle. War damn yes, eagle. Sir. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, Take that, experts. <laughs> so the SEC kickoff this uh, this past weekend, and I'm like, you know, I didn't have a like great segue uh, to talk about it, but uh, it was Saturday, dude. Like, what's what's your what's what's your Saturday morning uh, red? Like you know, it's like you know, what's your routine um, Saturday morning? Saturday morning is kind of kind of you know, being a um, family man is uh, a little different. Um, we do our shopping. Sometimes we it depends. Sometimes we'll, we'll do our like early morning uh, shopping, grocery shopping stuff, and then um, whatever to do we need to do around the house, whether it's yard work or something like that. You get that done early. Um, so then we get ready for the game. You know, it's, it's wings, it's, it's, it's chips, it's dip. Right. You know. It's, it's Saturday. It's Saturday. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, it's, and um, honestly, I don't, that, I, that Saturday and Sunday for me, mostly Sunday though, but because Saturday is, it's Auburn and that's it. That's it. That's it. I, I love, I, I'm not a big college sports guy. College, I'm sorry, a big college football guy. I'm a okay. huge Auburn football guy. And gotcha. you know what I mean? Like, I want to watch that game. I'll watch, like, maybe I'll see somebody with another SEC game because, I, to me, that's just the best football going, you know? That's just my opinion. I watched um, I watched the LSU-MSU debacle. Oh, my God. So, that was good. Um but yeah, that's that's basically it. I do my thing in the mornings, and we get them wings and them them, them chips and dip going, and now we war eagling, man. We, we got our we garb it up, you know. We put yeah. our put our navy and orange. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. On, Let's do it. And 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 we singing. I used to have this button that did the fight song. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, I used to. I used war to. I used to eagle yeah. Down yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. sir. So. Um, but now, so I, I, every time they scored, I, I sing, I do the fight song. So my goal is to have my children sing it. Dude, that's so, my goal too. That's my goal. That's, that's, that's 100% my goal. They look, um, they always look at me like I'm not going to finish the song and they're right. wrong. Every no, time. They're 100% wrong every time. Um, I am an Auburn fan. I'm an Auburn graduate. Uh, I love Auburn with everything. Every, 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 every fiber of my, my being, I love Auburn. In Alabama, when I lived in Alabama, like my routine would be wake up because I would always be at Greg Lacey's house because uh, I spend night uh, spend night Friday night 
at their house. So Saturday morning, I'll get up, I'll put my armor stuff on, I'll meet them outside at 9 o'clock for game day, and I'll be at 9 o'clock in the morning. That's no wrong with that. No, absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like, no okay, well, that. Auburn will come on. I watch Auburn. I watch Alabama. I watch LSU. I watch Florida. I watch all these games. And um, that would be my, my uh, that, that typically be my, my Saturday. Yeah. Uh, mixed with uh, beer and food, right. you know what I'm saying? You get, add those into the fact. So it's not, always good. This is my first uh, Saturday, not in that. So this week, I woke up and I went to work. I uh, turned off all of my notifications. You did. <laughs> and I, well, I, I did all but one. And I think it was CBS Sports I forgot to turn off. Mm-mm. And I saw. That's the worst one. I saw, I, I, I saw the, uh, 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 the highlight of a touchdown for all and I saw the score, and I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm, I'm not going to try to do this anymore. It's, it's impossible for me to sit and wait. Well, it's impossible for me to expect that I'm going to be able to work a whole shift, go home, rest for a little bit, go back and work another, like go back to my go to my second job and work a whole shift and not see it. So I ended was, up watching. It was a daunting task, man. You didn't have no shot. I had no shot. I tried. I tried. <laughs> you're, you're, I, I sent in the group text message. Like I, I told you guys when I when it, when it when it went private. You know, yep. so when it when all they left, I was like, you know, it's, it's not going. Uh, so <laughs> I watched a lot of like obviously I watched all of um, Eagle and uh, Seth Williams is going to be a problem. I'm, a I'm, huge problem. I'm I'm, I'm happy huge. with the way we played that game. We could have played that game a little bit better, but. You know, COVID and all this other stuff. You know, saying like, you know, I expect things to be better. Another thing I like uh, the, uh, the the number zeros being used in college football right now. That's big, man. I like that. That is that is super dope. You know, yeah. what I'm saying that is super dope. Um, so I like the number zeros being played. Um, I watched some of the well, I watched the majority of the LSU uh, Mississippi State game, and I was like. Wow. I watched some of the Oklahoma K uh, State game, but like I, I kind of put that in like you no know, perspective. Like I knew K State was going. K State is probably going next year. Uh, go ahead and archive that statement because we got you. We're gonna be Here's back the, next year. Yeah, it's, at well one, yes for sure. But but that's I mean that's like saying the grass is green, dude. That's like yeah, Sunday uh, morning. Man. It's going on. Uh, I definitely have K State uh, winning next year too. Um, just the college football landscape this season has been different, like it is, but it has also attracted me to watch like more games. Okay. And you know, and, and, and I'm like, so I even watched the Alabama game. Alabama looked good, but but I still see them as like a one, possibly a two loss team, with one of those losses being all. And I don't normally, I, I don't normally call that game like this early, but a possible loss all. Um, it's going to be hard for me to call that game. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, I'm going to wait and see. Yeah. Because the, going with just history, uh, history is up against us this year. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't, one, we beat them every other year and this is the off year. Yeah. Um, They're going, we got to go see them 
instead of them coming to us. So that's another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to see how good uh, Nick's imp- how well Nick's improves from game one to game two, because I I, I mean I hate I don't like I, I hate trying to Monday morning quarterback and nitpick, but he did a lot of questionable things. He but did. he he threw it up, and we had luckily we had Seth there to 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 save him a little bit. Oh, he, that first touchdown pass you're talking oh, about, man. like yeah, oh. he. And, was, and I watched that game last night, and I swear to God, bro, like it was awful. I, it was a bad. Place. Yeah. But the commentators did their best to yep. get a Bo Nix at highlight. They did and last, and last year. Like I was super critical. Like I, I know he's a freshman. I mean, I knew he was a freshman. Right. I expected him to make mistakes. I expected, like, the way people talked and touted him to be, he didn't live up to that. Right. That's what I'm saying. My most humblest opinion, I love all of you. I love all of you. I I agree with you. He he made a lot of mistakes that that a freshman would make. Yeah. Um, And and this year, he's he's not really doing that. Or, I mean, after one game, he's not really – He's not doing that, but he is. I see some things about it that I don't like that I wish improves uh, next for next game. I hope they, you know, looking at the film and whatnot and saying, hey, let's fix this with your footwork and let's try not to fade out as you're throwing it or let's try not to force a ball down the field. Let's not try to hit the 20 yard option when the 15 yard option is open. Um, so I just I think little things like that, and he'll be fine. And like you, I did I did get to peep a little bit. Like I said, I watched a little bit of the LSU MSU game. Um, I think that LSU's got a lot of work to do because they lost most of their team. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm waiting to see what Mississippi State gonna do for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um. As far as Mississippi State. I, I think they still gonna be right in the middle. Uh, LSU is not gonna so. be. LSU is gonna crumble, and it's just just the way just the way cookies gonna crumble. Uh, fortunately with them. Um, we'll see with the rest of the SEC. You know what I'm saying? Because like yeah. it's, it's, it's 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 been that. Like I mean, Ole Miss is gonna Ole Miss. Vanderbilt ain't gonna be shit. Right. Uh, Kentucky ain't gonna be shit. Right. Tennessee. Uh, Man, I, I, I picked South Carolina. <laughs> but uh, we, we, we'll see how that happens. I want to see Kentucky and Tennessee game. I, 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 that's uh, game, that's bro, a game I want to I want to watch. I can't wait. I can't, yeah, uh, that'll be Man, a good game. I like, if can't. I had to pick a couple games that weren't Auburn, like, related, mm-hmm. I would say Tennessee, Kentucky, mm-hmm. and then I want to see Florida and Georgia play. Right. I want to see those two games. Those those two games will be very uh, interesting. Florida and Georgia is going to be great. I think those will be really good games mm-hmm. to watch. So, um, But we got Georgia this week. So, are, are, I mean, I watched some of the game against Arkansas. Are you impressed or are you? No, I'm not impressed at all. And I'm, I'm glad we got them early so we can if we can bash their head in. Early off the off the go ahead and beat them in. Yeah, 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 beat them up and just, then like just yeah. quick send them on their way and then nope. they they can go handle it, cry in the car and play against Alabama. Yeah, play against Alabama. I, I hope they beat Alabama. Yeah, I do too, but I don't. But, I don't see it. I don't. I don't see it. Alabama looks pretty good. 
They look tough. Uh, possibly, possibly. But I mean, they play Missouri. So. <laughs> it's true. You know, you can't you can't quite like you know. It's true. All right, you won. Yeah, you won convincingly. You know, so you won by um, what nineteen points? Something like that. But so did all. Right. You know what I mean? So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's talk. Let's talk some baseball, man. It's like the the final the final day of a uh, baseball wrap up today. Uh, and the playoff playoffs are set. Yep. Sure are, man. Uh, you want to do some? Uh, you want to do some predictions real quick? Sure, we can, man. We got we got um, right out of the gate. We got the Twins. The the Twins who uh, I picked to win the Central. That won the Central. Uh, against the Astros, um, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go with the Twins on that. One. Twins, okay. Now, I'll remind you for everybody who's listening, the game it's the best out of three. Best uh, out of three, and this wild card round, yep. Uh, and so next is what do you what do you at? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, my bad. I also have the Twins winning that one. Yep. Um, another fun fact that that you may not know is all three games, if there are three games. Are at the at the higher seeds place, so so they'll play all three. Like for instance, Houston's gonna travel to Minnesota to play all three games there. Oh wow! Yeah yeah yeah, yep. That's one. That's another thing. So this is before they go to the playoff bubble. Wow. Okay. Yep. So uh, after that, we have the A's at the two seed against the seven seed White Sox. So. Mm. Man, uh, I'll take Oakland. I also we're gonna go with Oakland. Uh, White Sox are on a big slide right now. They've lost like eight of their last nine games going into the playoffs. So they literally backed in. They were at first place in the Central and then lost one on that incredible, incredible losing streak. Uh, right. To not only get bumped out of uh, first place, but I think they ended up getting a third. They were like one of the wild card spots. You know, it was like the first two seeds or first two of each division and then the two with the best record. They were just wow. one one of the two remaining with the best record. So right, right, right. that's how it goes. Um, okay, so next up is the Tampa versus the Blue Jays. Toronto versus the Blue Jays. Um, man, I would have to take yeah, Tampa. Tam- Tam- I'm going to have to take Tampa. Bruises. I'm going to take Tampa because uh, they've just been playing, you know, a, a, a lot of really great baseball uh, heading into the series, like towards the, the end of the, se- uh, the season. Um, whereas the Blue Jays kind of played enough to get in, you know. That's good, man. I, that's what I was thinking, man. I think. I think the Blue Jays are just happy to be there. And I don't call them Toronto because they played all their games in Buffalo. So exactly. we'll call them the Buffalo Blue Jays. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Tam- yeah, I, got, yeah Tam- I got Tampa winning. I think Tampa's real. Um, they play the, they like playing that National League style of ball, man, I think. I, I like – they're really scrappy um, watching yeah. them play. I don't I don't know any of their players, but I like I like watching them play. They're, they're, they're good fun to watch. Um, and the last uh, matchup is I don't even want to have to ask you who you think is going to win. Are you already notified? It's the Yankees and the then the Indians. Yeah. The Yankees will travel to Cleveland for three games. 
Yeah. And somehow we're like the fifth seed. You're the I fifth, think that's perfect. You're the fifth seed and Cleveland's the fourth seed. Be in the middle. Uh, in the I. Middle. I mean, if I'm keeping, if I'm being honest, and I'm keeping the integrity of my previous picks, I got to go with the Yankees to win there. But I think it's going to be three games, and I think it's. I mean, they in for a fight, man. I know. I'm taking. I'm taking the Yankees. I'm taking the Yankees, but I, I, it's going to be a fight. Right. It might be an upset. But, all right, moving on to the uh, National League, we got the... No, we, have, we have the exact same, we have the exact same picks for, uh, for the uh, American. Oh, okay. okay. Well, this first round is crazy. First round is crazy. Right? So, so, we, so could we, we, so could we could be wrong. So, we're going to move over to the uh, the National League. Uh, the first game I have is the, uh, the Dodgers and the, uh, the Brewers. Yep. Um... What do you, Dodgers being the number one overall seed in the playoffs, period. And uh, uh, what do you think the Brewers' chances? Uh, I don't think they're very good, to be honest with you. Um, Dodgers coming in like a juggernaut, you know, as far as offensively. And I, I'm not even talking about their pitching. I won't even mention that uh, uh, your boy Lefty is is playoff time. And he know, This is the only way he kind of takes so, a little bit. Well, it's only like the first round. Or so, right. or whatever, right. like you know, what I'm saying because they had like, extra uh, extra teams into it, so like it's it's it's, it's a different vibe. I guess. Um, I guess, but yeah, I think um, I, I think offensively wise though, their lineup is just potent, man. They got they got they got hitters, they got power hitters, they got slap hitters, they got guys that hit the gaps, they got speed, they got everything mm-hmm. as far as that lineup is. So it's it's gonna be wild, but I think the Dodgers you know win the first two and send a. Milwaukee back to the crib. That's right. Okay, San Diego, St. Louis. Um, are you are you, you going to be biased or? Are you gonna... I'm not being biased. It sounds like I am because everybody knows my uh, how much I loathe the Cardinals. Right. But, um, I think the Padres got some special too going on, man. I think it's a it's a momentum thing. Like I think they it's their first time in the playoff setting like this in a long time. And I think they're really young and really hungry. And I think um, the Cardinals are decent. They have really good uh, – they they have experience, I think. Mm-hmm. And you can't really put a put a price on that. But I think San Diego's just got enough more talent pitching-wise um, and and throughout their lineup that they're going to – it's, it's going to be a tough three-game series, but I see San Diego pulling up. All right. In that 3-6 matchup – I already know we're going to go with this. Yeah, you taking the Cubs or the Marlins? Am I taking the Cubs? Yes. Yes, I'm taking the Cubs. I'm taking the Cubs as well, but you do realize this is the first time they've been uh, matched up in the playoffs since the uh, 2003 playoffs. Obviously, uh, the uh, NLDS, right? I do. It's the NLDS, and we all remember what happened with uh, what's the guy. Can, can, can I say his name? Sure. Steve Bartman? You okay, right. I'm good. I, I, I you know, I'm honestly, I th- honestly, I think you can get over it because, like, you guys won a World Series. So. I'm over it, but it so for like those 13 you, when you years, say that, it's like those memories have come back. Those 13 years, mm-hmm. those 13 years of like uh, of dealing out, dealing with that before you won a, uh, won the World Series in 2016. So what I'll was that you, like? I'll tell you this: my first two years, it was I was, it was it was angry. It was anger. It was, it was it was a bunch of frustration um, 
But then you realize, man, we had, it wasn't that, that play didn't, wasn't the reason why they lost. Right. It was a bunch of things happened after that play. And we had a whole nother game that I think Mark Pryor was the starting pitcher of that we should have won and we didn't win. Exactly. After that pitch, after missing that ball, which, which Morse's a loop had to go in the stands to get. Right. He didn't get it. And then Mm -hmm. another is like two more errors in that same inning. That's why we lost. It had nothing to do with that freaking Steve Bartman character. Right. I hate, I hate that he caught as much heat as he did. Right. Even for me, he did for me too. But like when I looked at it again, I'm like, man, it was so many things that happened. We all we had to win was one game, get one more out, and we couldn't. You know, do it. That's the same thing I said about like the '86 uh, Boston Boston uh, Red Sox. The uh, Bill uh, was the Bill Buckner like the uh, behind you know saying like, the uh, went through his legs. The Mookie. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What was his name? Uh, I keep saying well, well, Blaylock. Mookie Blaylock. There we go. Mookie Blaylock, if you want to come here on Truth Toe Sports Podcast and like, explain your side of the story, that'd be great. But I'm on your side of the story, and I hate you guys. Um, <laughs> but it was be it, it was it was beyond that because like they it, that game only forced another game in which the Mets like routed the Red Sox and you know won the World Series that next game. Yes. My yeah. thing with like with the. Uh, uh, even in with sports in general, I can't stand when people pinpoint one thing, one specific moment that cost them the game. Yeah. Like, uh, remember, like, uh, it's a couple years ago with the Rams and the Saints in the uh, NFC playoff game or like the NFC championship game. And there was that questionable pass interference, which was. Which was completely pass interference, but because I had money on the Rams, what pass interference? <laughs> <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, yes, I, I, I do. Yes, I, don't, I do. I, I don't like when people like uh, do that, especially when it was like other things that led up behind that or yeah. before that that cost in that game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's, it's not necessarily, it's enough. The the C. Bartman situation it's just like, like you said, it's situational, bro. Like you don't, you, they say that we, you know, say so we didn't know that was going to happen, but it happened. Yeah. And it goes back even to like, uh, what's the, the kid from New York? Uh, his uh, boss more in the uh, uh, Yankees and Derek Jeter's home oh, run yeah, thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The kid, ninety five or whatever. The, the kid that scooped the home run. The Yankees was going to win that series any fucking way. Right. So if you're a Baltimore Orioles fan and you're still like, oh, we could have won a World Series that year, shut the fuck up. Right. It wasn't going to happen. Man, that came from deep, didn't it? I'm sorry. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've, been, I've, been, I've been holding that in. Yeah, hey, you so okay? Long. You get that out? Yeah. All right. And it was I'm Mookie. Good. We said Mookie. I said Mookie Blaylock. It actually was Mookie Wilson. Mookie, Mookie Wilson. Mookie 1986, Wilson. yeah. 1986. I, I said it and I was like, wait, Mookie Blaylock played for Atlanta Hawks. He's a point guard for Atlanta Hawks for a long time. <laughs> Mookie Wilson was the He's damn sure was. Yeah. Wow. yeah, I messed that up. Wow. Yeah. I came back, though. I had to recover integrity. Hey, right? hey, hey, good shit. Yeah. Uh, we, have, we have one more. Um, oh, yeah. So we got the uh, the Atlanta Braves and the uh, Cincinnati Reds. Yep. Take the Braves? So I want to take the Braves. I do. Uh, 
in the playoffs, man. They like the they like the uh, they like the Dodgers, man. They they kind of they have a tendency to shit the bed, yeah, and yeah. like what a way to do it against uh, a team that nobody expects to even be there, right? And and win. There's got to be an upset somewhere, right? We've gone right. chalk. We've gone chalk the whole time, and as much as I don't want to pick against them, mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna have to go with the Reds, man. The Reds. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Atlanta in this uh, series because like. They wait until games. I don't know, almost like every playoff game happens, but they they wait until like they get. The, I like the Falcons, like you know, so they get their fans hope every game, like and every they, playoff game, and, and then, then they, they crash, and then they crash, <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying like the Falcons, like two back to back, double digit. Um, uh, uh, leads three score leads, three score leads in the in in the fourth quarter and last quarter and they, and they blow. I think the Braves do that a lot, but I'm gonna have, but I'm gonna wait and see. I I, I think the Braves gonna do it later. In. So not, I'm, I'm, not in the wild card round. Not in the wild card. I think they're gonna beat. They're gonna end up beating the Reds. Uh, okay. I, I'm, I'm gonna say two games to zero. Okay. Um. But I but I, but I have the Braves. But that's our only one where we. Uh, that's the only, that's, that's our tiebreaker. Yeah, we pick the exact same teams every every uh, like for every every, every series uh, and until. Are, am I rubbing off on you, or are you rubbing off on me? Probably the second thing. Mm. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, you pick you pick the Yankees. I picked I picked them originally though. That's why I'm no, sticking with but them. But I, I originally picked the Cubs too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it's I think it's a mutual <laughs> mutual thing. Oh, uh, speaking of which, like, so uh, we not we don't have to do any wages for the, uh, the NBA finals, right? Like, we both no, 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 no. Uh, anything else? No, I mean, I just uh, is I'm glad I got a chance to do this. Um, I had some family issues, um, which why we couldn't record earlier. But you know, we we, we took care of business. We did what we need to do. Um, I love my my tribe, my my uh, you know, family. Family, um, you, you never do anything by yourself. No. Um, it's always good to have a good group of of people that aren't necessarily your blood. I call them your chosen family. So, right. Um, shout out to all of my all my peeps. They know who they are. Um, we had had a little bit of a a trying day. But the, the, like I said, the family came through in the clutch, and uh, I'm really grateful for them. So, um, yeah. So I'm all, it, it gave me the opportunity to come on here and do this. It's late. I'm probably gonna pass out as soon as we stop. But right. um, I'm happy. I'm always grateful for the listeners, uh, the, the old school listeners, and the new the new listeners. Welcome. Um, uh, hope you hope you're entertained, and uh, we'll be sure to keep bringing it to you, man. That's all. That's it. Okay. Well, that's what's up. Um, just to pick back on what he said, uh, we really appreciate all of you. Uh, our day ones, man. Our day ones means um, they mean a lot to us. Uh, thank you guys for continually showing support to us. Um, thank you for just being there. You know, letting us know that you listen. That means a lot to us. Uh, letting us know that you're there for us, that you're down with the. Uh, down with supporting the brand that means that, that means like a lot like so much to us. 
So we really appreciate that. Uh, thank you to um, man, um, to Three Brothers No Sense. Uh, thank you to the beautiful Paradox. They've been showing us so much love over the past few weeks. Yeah, they have, man. Shout out uh, to them. Uh, they've been showing us so much love over the past few weeks. I, 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 I had the fortunate opportunity to, you know, be a part, you know, to join them on the show. Uh, shout out to Doug Smith. who was supposed to record with us tonight. Maybe he's going to record with us, like, uh, next week. Uh, for having me on there last week, too. Like, I didn't even know I was going to be on there. Like, he was like, he want to do it. I was like, sure. Uh, let me call up Hollow Point real quick. He was like, you know, we're about to do it, like, in, like, in, 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 in like, five minutes. I'm like, all right, well, let's, just, <laughs> let's just go with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, so... Uh, shout out to Doug Smith and the, uh, and, and the Touchdown Production with over there on YouTube. Shout out to Money Like Media. Shout out to uh, the Chalk Talk podcast. Uh, you know, our brothers over there at Money Like Media. Um, that's about it, man. I think, I think, I think that's it. Let's, let's go eat. Go Lakers. I mean, but like, Lakers survive. <laughs> but let's go eat. Like, I'm, I'm so happy to eat today. Yeah. Um, oh, and shout out to the, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning for winning the Stanley Cup tonight. That's right. That's right. Um, I was, I was during the time of recording. I don't know too many Tampa Bay Lightning fans. Personally, I'm not one. They put the uh, the Rangers out like four or five years ago. Uh, so, you know, fuck them. But hey, congratulations! <laughs> like, you know, you won you won a trophy. You get to play Applejack. I hope, I hope some of these Applejacks out of that bowl. I don't know. I mean, out of Stanley Cup. That's like that's a bucket list for me. Yeah. They would like eat a spoonful or like a bowl of Applejacks out of the Stanley. <laughs> uh, I might even order like, like a, a replica of the Stanley Cup just so I can do it. Just that will be a good good photo. Yeah, just just to make me feel good. You yeah, know what I, mean? I got you. But uh, that's it, man. Like that's all we have. Like uh, thank you guys for listening to Toe Sports Podcast. Uh, we really appreciate all of you. Uh, don't forget to go to www.truthandtoesportspodcast.com. Check out the site. Uh, you can listen to the site, listen to the uh, shows, listen to this show, you listen to previous shows. Uh, you can cop the merch. You can, you can donate to support the cause. You know what I'm saying? You can do all that stuff on there. Um, you can leave us feedback. That's what we need most, like, is feedback. Uh, if you don't like the show, tell us you don't like the show. If you love the show, tell us you love the show. We want to hear that. Uh, so just be there for us and we'll be there for you. Like, we, like, like we, we like we've always been. So, uh, with that being said, uh, for Hollow Point, you got anything else? That's it. I'm King Hooley. Recipes, Kobe, and we out. <laughs>